Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the channel. My name is Jacob Restituto, and I'm a musician from Northport, New York. And today we have an absolute pleasure of having Ethan Gander here on the channel. Ethan, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule and making music process to chat with me here on the channel, man. Thank you. Absolutely, man. It's really nice to meet you. I'm stoked Likewise. to talk. <laughs> yeah, man. It's going to be a good conversation. Your music, yeah. uh, for people that haven't heard it yet, first of all, I recommend people go check it out because it's phenomenal. Second of all, it has a really cool vibe to it, man, in the sense that it you kind of have this vintage feel. Um, I know that you're 23 years old, right? Unless unless your bio's inaccurate. <laughs> like, bio's like my, inaccurate. Bio's like inaccurate. My, <laughs> my, it's like you, you write it once and then you forget about it. That's at least my story. So, like, I think yeah. I'm three years younger than my bio at the moment. I'm, so. I'm, I'm two. I'm two. <laughs> um, yeah, my, I think uh, that that bio's from my website, and I don't know how to update it, honestly. I don't I think I have access to it anymore. So we're going to have oh, to shoot. We're gonna work on that. <laughs> Dude, well, you're 23 forever, man. Yeah, there you go. I'll take that it. That is too funny. Yeah. Oh, I relate to that because I actually just recently changed my bio in my YouTube description maybe three days ago. And, you know. Mm. And I, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, that. I know how it goes. I got to stay on top of a lot of things. I'll throw that on the docket, though, you know. But you know what, though? That's the least of, like what you know so what if people care that you're 23 or 25 like it's the least yeah, of the issues there's right? worse problems to have for sure <laughs> <laughs> i feel like so yeah. being a 25 year old your music yeah. has this very vintage feel to it uh it's mm. kind of it's it's very i, I want to let me let me see if i could um because i'm always curious if people can kind of put put my music in a box and what they feel my music is so I, I, let me try this for you and i would love to hear if you think i'm dead wrong or totally okay. correct um absolutely let's do it it sounds fun I and and please don't take offense if I'm totally wrong. <laughs> no offense, I'm no. You're good. You're good. So it's unique in the sense that it has this almost uh, I want to say middle American vintage grunge to it, okay. where it's like this like really almost like Johnny Cash yeah. kind of really acoustic, but also kind of like like I mean in in the music video, the kind of the vibe I was getting in the music video was like Southern California, middle America, motel room kind of like yeah. you're on the run, right? Absolutely. I mean, the, the music video I was just watching of yours, uh, which is yeah. phenomenal, by the way. Thank you so much. That was so much fun to film. So that one, <laughs> it's funny you bring that up. Um, in terms of genre or style, if you listen to some of my older music, mm. uh, when I first started producing, there's a lot of different stuff going on. I was doing like indie, pop, rock, like when I first started recording and produce. Uh, essentially what happened was uh, with that is that I've never actually written music like that until Save Me was the first song that I written, kind of with that style, almost like a outlaw country pop yeah like, that's I, exactly it yeah 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 um and the only reason i did that was when i started tiktok um oh so to, to back it up a little bit i i um i write a new song every day that's like my thing i i, I since i produce my own music as well I, it opens up the opportunity so i can just go and like get let me, everything let out me pause there. you really quick on that i want to hear yeah. the rest of that but when you say i'm always curious about people's perspective on this when you say you write a song a day Mm. two verses and a court court like or is it just a one minute th thing or like what does that mean to you it's it's it can mean a couple different things so at the very very least um i start a process and at the very least it's a verse and a chorus but if i feel something that i'm into like for instance psycho uh that got mm -hmm. done in from start to finish in like eight hours like mm -hmm. from having no idea to like being like oh i actually really like this i'm gonna flush the whole thing out just so I'm a very big procrastinator. Like most of the time, like, cause I write something every day, a lot of stuff doesn't get posted because you know, if you write it and you don't love it in my case, I'm just like, Oh, well, you know, we'll see what happens with it. And mm -hmm. a lot of times that ends up being nothing, but you know, uh, then again, I use TikTok almost like a focus group. So if people are like, Hey, we like this, it raises his hand. I'm like, 
we're good. This is something mm. I can invest my time into that my audience is going to really like enjoy. So then, you know, we'll take it from there. So a lot of times what happens is I'll do a verse and a chorus um, at the very least and, you know, throw it up there. And if people, it doesn't really respond super well, I can go, okay, well, we'll try again tomorrow. You know what I mean? But I'm sorry, going, going back to your thing, the reason why that genre became something that I started working on and investing a little more time into is purely because of audience engagement. Hmm. Um, when I first wrote Save Me, I think you can even see it in the video. I wrote a little uh, section just like, hey, I'm sorry, I've been gone for a little while. You know, I'm trying out new genres. And um, and so I, I don't remember what it was, but I was at my parents' house um, visiting and I just, my dad bought a new acoustic guitar and I was just like playing around with it. And I'm like, yeah, I want to learn how to, you know, riff on the pentatonic scale in this kind of like way. So I was doing that, came up with the idea, immediately tracked it, threw it up on TikTok. And then that became like one of my best performing videos at that point. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, if it works, like let's keep going. And then came dream.wave and then, you know, mm. came more songs in that style just purely because my audience enjoyed it. So mm. that's also like my plan in the future as well. I'm, I, I love all different genres of music, um, I'm kind of like a jazz pianist, first and foremost. Really? Um, yeah. So that, um, that, that you know, there, there's a lot of different avenues to take. So, uh, you know, my plan is I'm just going to keep seeing what I can do. And if the audience and, you know, fans or whatever are like, hey, we want to hear more of this, you know, we'll take it step by step. So hmm. nothing's really planned in like terms of like, yeah, I want to write another like, outlaw slash blues slash country song but you know it's a lot of fun and it's something that i never really did before the song saved me so um yeah yeah that's kind of just how i'm doing things right now yeah it's super interesting man like the, the focus group concept is really interesting because you yeah kind of get the test but now my question for that and and mm. what I, is how do you find the balance of like hey after one pass of this like the audience just love it or like you know maybe it's on the fifth pass it finally gets that like that I'm, recognition I'm very, that it, it needs various um <laughs> that's an interesting question because a lot of people tell me that i should try it a couple times before but if you've noticed i i really don't post another song twice because there's such a unless it unless i'm promoing it you know for the pre-save campaign or something moving forward because uh, there's always so much more like I, in my head i'm like I'm constantly moving and I'm writing something. So if it didn't work this time, would I rather spend that time trying to make it work and seeing if I can adjust wow. the content? Very interesting. I, yeah. Or would I rather just wake up tomorrow and have a way better idea that pops off? And, um, That's and really so far, the, the latter has worked out better for me. That's a really interesting concept. I've, I've heard in business the concept mm. of stop trying to... Uh, Stop trying to convince people of yes, or stop trying to like. How do I rephrase? It? I have no other like a concept is in my head. Yeah. But it's like it's like stop trying to change people's mind from a no to a yes, and instead just keep knocking on doors until you find the yeses. I love that. That that's you know? gonna that's my new. I'm gonna steal that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. I gotta <laughs> give great. credit. It came from Gary V. Do you know who Gary V. Oh, is? Oh, Gary V. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Huge yeah. fan of Gary V. Um, and that's yeah. what he says. He's like, we always try to convince people like that we're right, but instead there are people that believe we're right. We just have to go out and find them. Mm, I have one for you. I don't know if this Let's is Gary V. I picked this from, from up from somewhere, but it's about uh, you can go to the dock, go to the dock every single day, one day after the next, and it only takes one of those days for the ship to sail. One day the, the boat's going to be there, but you got to be at that dock because if you miss that day, it's over. Preach, and I man. butchered, I butchered that. Quote. No, but that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, no, it's so yeah. true, man. 
it's so mm-hmm. true um yeah it's 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 so interesting uh it, it, i love it and hate it at the same time For i sure. love i love that chase because it gets like it's so it's so like there's so much adrenaline and chasing it like I, you know, but then it's so frustrating to some degree when it's like, okay, I posted 87 times and nobody's liked any of them. You know what I mean? It's this weird yeah. balance between the two, you know? I think there's also the factor of luck in the mix yeah. somewhere in there yeah. because um, I've for sure seen uh, so many talented artists that are mm-hmm. just amazing that'll do that. They'll post 87 times in a row and nothing will pop off, but, you know, so, so it just takes that one and then yeah. uh, and then kind of everything changes so and that might just be the the algorithm on whatever platform it might just be you know it could be a, a number of things so mm-hmm. i think uh combined with everything i think you got to have you know consistency good work yes. ethic all, all these things those are those are first and foremost priority like importance but um it also takes you know just that luck factor whatever that is you know um and then you might wake up the next day and all these people are wanting to hear this song and then you're like wow it happens for me a lot where I'll, I'll write something and be like this actually is my favorite and i think this is going to do the best and uh and that one just tanks and then it'll be something that i'm like ah oh, whatever like i just need to put something out and then people love that and so you just, so I just interesting. never know yeah oh it's so interesting man uh i appreciate that i relate to this so much because you're doing even taking it to the next level doing a song a day i was trying to do a song a week for 2022 mm. um now i'm in the process i'm actually trying to like release that a song a week essentially that's um, crazy but yeah. i don't know man writing a song i don't write every day though so that's i it's funny they, they're i guess they're different in aspects but like they are, i want to yeah. start i want to try to get to the point where i'm writing every single day like well that, yeah yeah, I think I think. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, so go for it. Go uh, for I think it. more than anything, for me, it's it's like exercise. Uh, it's Couldn't beneficial. Agree more. Yeah, it's not like I want to have a piece of content with a brand new song every day. Those sort of expectations would crush me eventually. But more so, like I'm gonna write something every day for me to exercise this muscle for whatever it is. Playing guitar, playing like I need to become better. I'm constantly trying to grow, and that's gonna help me. I've been doing that for years. And then you know, it, when something does come along that I'm like, okay, this is ready to post. Like you know, I'm happy with this. You can do it. But more so, it's like. less of like a goal of like i need to get something out every day because if you look at my feed like i don't get something out every Mm. day but in those days in between i am struggling and getting all angry at myself and trying to like you know put something together and and just flexing that that muscle and, and just like exercising uh you know consistent creativity i guess i uh that's exactly the same concept as to why i try to release as much music as i do in the sense that um there's so many different factors. One, you know, you, you, you go up to the plate enough times you're bound to hit a home run. Mm. One, two, it's like, and I say this all the time. So for the people that listen to these, these, you'll hear them all the time, but it's a a concept of like, when I record song a, you know, I I might be recording, I don't know, a synthesizer and I have to learn how to use that synthesizer and mix that synth. Mm. But in in song B, I'm not going to use that synth. I'm going to use an acoustic upright bass you know, so yeah. like now I've learned two instruments on how to how to sit them in the mix. How does it relate to my voice? How does it, you know, all these things that it's just constantly learning and learning. And, and the same thing with so- songwriting is even better because now you have this huge stock por- portfolio of, yeah. you know, lyrics. You're like, yeah. oh, wait, you know how many times I've written lyrics for one song and it never finished that song? And seven months later, I steal five of those lines and put them in a totally different song and it fits perfectly. It's great. It's great. You know, like yeah. Now you have yeah. that huge stockpile of things. 
Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this, because it sounds like you you engineer and, and, and produce your own music as well. That's a whole other thing that's somewhat new to me and that that is just a rabbit hole that I, I'm in love with engineering yeah. right now and mixing and spending money on plugins and, and all, <laughs> all yeah. that stuff. But but I think um, I think that I really respect that because, you know, I, I always had I, I come from a from a small town with well, not a lot of music going on whatsoever. So um, I always thought that's just how you did it. Like if you're making music, like all these artists, like, you know, they have to have like produced their own stuff. And, <laughs> and I was I was I was humbled when when I when I realized that, like, um, oh, this is this is this is difficult this is this is crazy <laughs> and um, so it, let me ask yeah. you the, the tracks you've released recently you produce those everything produce phenomenal the they're like really crisp quality do you, you mix them yeah. too and stuff or so so um the things that i have been I, I used to mix and master all my own stuff okay um and then i realized that you know, realistically, I'm not great at, I'm not as good at mixing or mastering. I can do it, but there's people that dedicate their entire yes. like life to being engineers and that yeah. are way better than me at yeah. it. And I've been utilizing, uh, uh, I actually uh, met a, a, a friend back uh, years ago that was, he was in high school at the time. He was like a freshman and I was showing him how to use my, you know, logic and he ended up surpassing me totally mm -hmm. and completely and just being such a great engineer. And, um, and we kind of built a relationship throughout that time. And now I just send him mixes and, um, and he, he, he does, he, he, he does amazing. So he actually, um, his name is August. He's a great musician as well. He's going to have an upcoming project, uh, August oh, Caster. Yeah. Cool. But, um, he, he, uh, um, essentially, yeah. So n nowadays I'm, I'm all my recent stuff has been mixed and mastered by him for the most part. Yeah, it's phenomenal. So, it's super crisp, super clean. But to some degree, like you, I heard a really, really great quote yesterday in a conversation with somebody. Uh, hmm. They said, to, it, "Like you can only do so much in post. Like otherwise, you end up just just uh, polishing a turd." Is what they said. You so, gotta have yeah. You know, from the, from August the can only do so much. Like your recording process is, is at least there. You know for sure. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely taking time for sure. It's, de it's it, you know, it, it, like with anything, it's it's a lot of trial and error and mm -hmm. um, and learning. I don't know. It's cool that like I know I, I didn't work with I've never really worked with producers that much. And now that I'm there's the option to do that. Uh, I, I've tried being in sessions and whatnot. And I mean, I spent most of my growth time doing it all by myself. And so now um, it's easier for me to communicate to myself what I want rather than another person. So that's been mm -hmm. also, I'm trying to branch out and work with more people for sure. Mm -hmm. But um, just knowing myself, like, you know, it, it, plus like, I don't have to wait on anyone or anything mm -hmm. like that. Like the second that an idea comes, I can like track it and, and, and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So that's been cool. I completely agree. It's so um, paralyzing when artists can't, like don't have the capability to track their own stuff. They have an idea and they're like, oh, I want to get this idea out there, but they don't know how to do it. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. incredibly paralyzing. Absolutely. I 100% agree. For sure. So let me ask you this. With with where you are on TikTok, which, remind me, I was trying to just look it up. Is it around 85K? I actually haven't I haven't checked. It's somewhere around there, yeah. Let, let me just see really quick if I have it pulled up. Uh, I can't be see. on TikTok for too long. I literally yeah, just go on to post. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so around 85K followers on uh, TikTok. I think it yeah. saw 35K on Spotify monthly listeners. Um, right. At this point, is it your full-time job? Do you have a part-time job elsewhere? What does day-to-day -day look like? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I... 
started teaching music back in my hometown about five years ago. So I've been a music teacher um, and uh, private lessons or private lessons. Yeah. So I worked at a, uh, I worked at, a, I, I did some stuff at a charter school, like teaching in classroom for, for a small, short period of time, but I worked at the Ukiah school of music, um, which is just like a private lesson uh, music school. And then um, uh, Canova records was the big stretch. I worked there for five years and um you know, that was, that was incredible. That was one of the coolest jobs. So I've always been working in music. I really don't consider that work. When mm. I moved down to, when I moved down to LA, I ended up taking just this kind of the students that were like seriously pursuing music. So I teach, and, and you know, one of the upsides of the pandemic was realizing, oh, we can, I, as a music teacher, I can do this. Some students, you know, it differs from case to case, but the students that essentially did really well through Zoom lessons throughout the pandemic are the ones that I'm still teaching today. Very so cool. that pays the rent. And I only do that, you know, I do that enough to, to take care of bills um, and, and so that I can eat and, you know, live at this place right here. So that's pretty much the extent of it. The rest of my time goes full into this. So, um, you know, a couple, couple hours a week uh, uh, working and teaching. Um, it's definitely like before I left, I had like 50 students. Um, wow. So that was like my full time, full time. And, and that was that was that was great. But now um, I would say 80 to 90 percent of my time is sitting right here and uh, <laughs> and and doing doing what, I you know, just writing, essentially I writing and recording. It, yeah, no, it's phenomenal. That's have you seen any opportunities come out of things like the growth on TikTok yet? all my opportunities thus far have come from TikTok. So elaborate on that. Cause I think that that's really interesting. I think that, um, yeah, while like growth people like kind of like, it's weird. It's, it's, it can seem superficial when you start to grow uh, like in, in numbers, but it is really interesting just to recognize the opportunity that comes with those numbers. Yeah. And it's just, it's a, it's a very fine balance because you never want to let it get to your head, but it's also like, and you never want to chase it. You never want to chase a number because you'll be unhappy. But it's yeah. also this weird recognition of, oh, wow, like I'm recognizing there's a lot more opportunity now than when I had a thousand followers. So yeah. I'd love to hear so, about that. Let, let's, let's put it this way. The very first time that an A&R hit me up um, was when I released Breathe. And that was like crazy to me. I'm like, uh, now, I mean, I, I do, I take a lot of meetings with, um, with, with you know, A&Rs or, people that do PR marketing and stuff like that. And, and I really enjoy, by the way, I really enjoy meeting people in the industry and, 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 and taking these meetings and whatnot. Like that's a lot of fun, but at first, um, you know, I didn't really know how to feel about it. One of the first labels that reached out, one of the first independent labels, you know, I was like, well, this is crazy. I have like 3000 followers on TikTok. Like this doesn't add up, you know, so I'm going to kind of play things safe and just kind of try to learn. So I took the first six months of you know business inquiries and whatnot as just take the meetings learn as much as you can so that you don't go into anything you know without any knowledge and that you know over time um has come into actually really really cool people hitting me up and like the people who did my music video shout out live to like they are some of the coolest collective of, of like-minded artists and whatnot and that opportunity came from instagram dm but they and they found mm. me on tiktok and that's just the beginning like my the people my, my manager i met through tiktok um yeah, all the potential all the partnerships that i've worked on so far <laughs> a lot of artist collaborations have just been through people seeing a video on their for you page being like i guess like who is this let's reach out and then taking it from there so I, I I I don't necessarily think that I get caught up in the idea of it because it's 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 exciting, um, and 
it's just something that's somewhat normal now. Um, uh, and that kind of just comes with it. And with that being said, there's a lot of things that are not necessarily good opportunities or, or just like bad things that come through and you kind of just have to learn how to filter through, but mm. you know, I talk to everyone, uh, anyone who reaches out, you know, I, I want to hear what they have to say. And I just find it fascinating, honestly, the industry. Um, oh, let me hold on one second. Have you read this book? Uh, all you need to know about the music business. I don't think I have. This is one of the coolest, best books. Hey, I've let ever me read. get you. Let me get you to hold it on the screen again. Let's see. Move it to your towards your face more, a little more, a little more, and then pull it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right, so awesome. you can see it. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, this. Book, I gotta this check book, that out. Please, yeah. I th I I I don't think you'll regret it. I've learned I've learned um, quite a lot from it as well, and I highly recommend anyone that. Um, uh, it's it's an easy read. It's it's, it's entertaining, um, but mm. I, I highly recommend anyone who's you know trying to do something in music to just it's it's just laid out so well and it's very easy to understand and it has helped me immensely. Yeah, very cool. For sure. Yeah. I appreciate that. Mm. So you stay independent, currently independent. Do you want to sign to a label? What's your what's the, <clears throat> the thought process? A lot a lot of uh partnerships have been options at this point. <clears throat> um what does that know, mean? So people have reached out and given offers um mm -hmm. in terms of being with a with a label or you know single deals or stuff like that. Um I don't know how much I can talk about it. There's a couple sure. things that are in the works right now, but um, yeah, uh, at this point, what I'm trying to do right now is I feel like I'm so early on in this. Um, I'm not trying to jump the gun. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't want to make any decisions. We've all heard the horror stories with, <laughs> with, with artists and, and the, the label relationships and nothing against, you know, there's some really cool labels that I've met out there that are awesome that are doing great work. But at this point, um, I feel like there's a lot more growth uh, that I can have before making a decision like that. I'm trying to build leverage. I, I know two things, or I, I know I know a couple more things, but things that are clear is like I can consistently write and my numbers are growing, um, mm. and 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 it's growing consistently. And um, I feel like taking a, a big deal like that now would. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it would just be better uh, having a bigger audience, having the leverage that I built organically, and then taking a partnership. Um, you know, then again, like single deals, marketing partnerships. That's something that I'm that I'm interested in, and I've been exploring and whatnot. But as of right now, um, the team consists of I have manager, uh, lawyer, and uh, someone that does helps me with social media, and uh, that's kind of almost like I'm just building an an, an ecosystem sure. around me rather than you know using resources from like a label or anything like that yeah very interesting man yeah. the diy method very cool yeah absolutely it's working it's working well for me i think tiktok has changed everything um mm -hmm. i think not just tiktok reels shorts like in terms of like the music industry um because how are those doing for you like i noticed i found you through tiktok um, yeah so how are your reels and your shorts doing um i it's very very new so uh through the advice of you know uh, uh people around me um you know, I thought, okay, I'll just put all my focus on TikTok. But kind of what I do is um, whenever I post something on TikTok, excuse me, um, I also uh, post it to Reels and just try to like feed the algorithm um, and, uh, you know, let let people on Instagram know that I'm also doing this here. Um, so it's, it's definitely not the same. Sometimes things will do pretty well. But, you know, I'm just not, I'm not as familiar with the Reels world or the mm. Shorts world. But um, definitely, like, I want to get, Anyone who's on any platform, I want them to have access if they enjoy yeah. my music. Yes. I want them to be able 
to hear it and and you know go to the DSP or follow me and keep up. So what, what however they want to do that, I want to I I don't want to take that option away. So as of right now, I have plans to expand with Reels, especially mm-hmm. like maybe posting some lifestyle content and doing. As you can see, my TikTok is structured kind of in a pretty specific way. Yeah, and I want to keep it that way because I like the way that it looks with the with the you know just how visually how it looks. So um, you know I don't want to throw up a random iphone video when i've been recording everything through my home video camera from the 90s like <laughs> since i started. so that's actually really i was curious about that i wasn't sure if there was an effect you have that's actually your yeah. real 1990s home video camera stay right there sir stop it man that's crazy no way that's wild actually my home videos we're recorded on eight millimeter just like this so i i don't know i was actually watching home videos with my parents uh about a year ago maybe two years ago and i just had that i'm like dude i need to like i don't see enough people like there's something about a filter and then something about yeah, like actual crazy. tape that's so like warm and inviting and i like it yeah. so how in the world are you getting that from there onto your iphone gotcha there's an rca right uh-huh. here yeah and i put that into an elgato which is like for streaming video games and stuff like that yeah, yeah, yeah. direct yeah. directly into um uh, a computer uh my, my other my other mac and then just hit record <laughs> yeah so it's is it actually recording to your fo- your 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 uh camera or is it recording directly to the um the TV, the whatever the computer yeah, so I have a tape in here that I'm recording just as a failsafe because um, sometimes things have glitched out. But it's it's recording straight onto the hard drive for the most part. Dude, that's crazy. That is so wild. Yeah, Good for you, I man. That's pretty cool. That's Thank you. Actually, I appreciate that. That's pretty wild. So I want to I wanna st- go into this next question with a lyric from yours. I thought this was a phenomenal lyric. It says, Ooh. who cares if you're dead if you were never alive? <laughs> Yeah. I thought that that was such a clever lyric and it kind of, it really hit me in the chest and mm. I want to segue with that lyric, you know, the, who cares if you're dead, if you were never alive, right. Mm. Into your story and moving to LA. Cause you had, apparently I heard that you had a, a pretty um, big leap of faith story. So I want to hear that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, okay. So let me, let me restructure that question. Do you want me to explain the, the lyric first and then jump into it? No, I just, I thought, I mean, you're more than welcome to, but I was just saying that yeah. that, lyric i think is phenomenal and and, and saying that you're you know trying to trying to live and and part of living is taking leaps of faith okay so this actually that's a great question by the way this goes hand in hand with with the answer as well so the thing that was difficult for me about moving to la and taking the leap of faith was i mean music has just always been something that I've, i've i've done it's always been a huge part of my life my mom put me my mom's an immigrant from the philippines and she grew up in poverty and she always wanted to do music. And when she had me, um, she, you know, the opportunity was there, you know, she wanted her, her, her kids. And coincidentally, I have uh, two siblings and they're both extremely musically talented, like all three of us do music and that's really cool. So I, uh, I, I think, I think my mom's very happy about that, <laughs> but um, yeah. So that was something that's just always been there. I started, you know, piano lessons when I was like four and um, <laughs> throughout my life, um, you know, I've had a very chaotic uh, uh, life and whatnot, a lot of hardships and um, a lot of bad decisions. Um, and then there was a certain point when I got things to be stable. When I started teaching music, I had a very fulfilling uh, job that was, you know, consistent. Uh, and it started to, um, 
it started to get a little too nice if that if that maybe not that's not a good way to put it comfortable 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 one thing that i'm absolutely terrified of is getting comfortable for too long and um and that period that that four or five year stretch was the most comfortable that i had gotten and um i think the stars kind of aligned perfectly because um that was around the time when i started consistently posting on tiktok and then all of a sudden people were like saying i'm a huge you know i like your music i'm a fan and stuff like that which was mind-blowing <laughs> um and then came the crossroads like do i I'm, I'm in a comfortable place right now i'm building this business in a small town that i could potentially set myself up to just be comfortable for the rest of my life and it would work and i would be happy uh for the most part uh on paper this is great mm. or i could see what's going on with this whole thing and just like jump out and actually try to pursue this i'm like i know i have I have the work ethic. I have, you know, I can write consistently. How far can I take this? There's a lot less guarantees. Um, and there's, you know, how, how it goes with like, the, the, that's the story of like most artists, not even musicians. And you're trying to pursue something like that. Then I was also weighing like, okay, but also we live in a generation with social media um, where you could build, you could be the CEO of your own business. You could build your own business and that's on you. If you push like uh, if you if you if you're consistent and you push hard enough and work and work and work towards your goal, I I'm a big believer in uh, that you're gonna be successful eventually. And if if you don't give up, and I guess I just kind of put a bet on myself and uh, and I I said you know what I I think I can do this. Um and so I got I got I got a place down here and I just went for it. And uh, the the who cares if you're dead if you were never alive like getting comfortable. 100 percent that that is that just feels like death i guess mm -hmm. it's so stagnant it's, it's such it's, a powerful lyric I, I think that people really should like really like dissect that lyric for a little like after this, this chat when they finish listening like really think about that who cares if you were you're dead if you were never alive yeah yeah you know, <laughs> such a wild lyric man thank you well actually it's it's crazy because like i don't yeah, so that that one, I actually wrote that song. The story behind that one is um, I woke up like in the middle of the night after like having a, a nightmare kind of like described you know, by, by the song and whatnot. And I immediately, I think I still have a voice memo. I immediately like just started writing lyrics. Like I wasn't even, it was such a flow state. So I was still like not awake and I wasn't thinking. I was just like, like whisper singing into my voice memos with my guitar. And, um, and when that one came, um, it, I didn't even stop and like double check. I just started writing this wall of text and that's exactly how it came out. And I remember when I finished that phrase, I was like, okay, I can go to bed now. I can go back to sleep because I think, I think that's, that's, that's good enough. I don't need to rework that. So that, that was a, that was one of the most interesting songwriting experiences I've ever had. I'm still constantly chasing that. I'm like, when can I have something crazy happen so that I can like just have a, have a song that I can just flow and, and write real quick. Uh, man, it is so interesting. Songwriting is so interesting. And then not mm. only talk about it in songwriting, first of all, the flow state of songwriting and the second of all, yeah. the aspect of like when people like things or not is such a weird like you could spend hours and hours and hours and hours on a track. You're like, oh my gosh, put my heart and my soul into this. People are like, yeah, cool. And then you're yeah. like, oh, I wrote this in a two and a half hour plane ride, produced the whole thing on the, on the plane, and then tracked it when I landed. And people are like, mm. yo, this is the best song you've ever written. I'm like, 
yo, it's actually not, but whatever you say, okay? Yeah, it's, cra- it's crazy. <laughs> That's what I've had to, I actually, because of that, I've had to learn not to take things too personally. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think I think the detriment to so many musicians is they care about their songs too much. Yeah, yeah. They, they, definitely they treat them as their babies. Yeah, I, I'm quite the opposite. I, I I don't really enjoy anything that I've ever made. To be completely <sighs> frank with you, I, I'm, I'm I'm not joking. <laughs> That's just something. That maybe it's just part of you know being an artist. I I don't know. I haven't tried to dissect it or psychoanalyze it, but mm. for real, like I, I'm not attached to pretty much any any of the songs. They're just. They, the one thing that's really cool about them is they mark a point in my life. I think that's very interesting. Oh my gosh, yeah, isn't that interesting? Like, yeah, I was just talking to somebody again yesterday where they were we were saying like how music for so many people, including artists, is like mm. myself. It, it brings me back to like when I hear when I hear All Time Low, the band All Time Low. Um, <laughs> yeah, it brings me back to when I was a freshman in high school, walking the hallways because that's what I was listening to on my iPod at the time. Like, I, it yeah. brings me distinctly back. Or visiting my grandparents in Florida. I would hear, like, yeah. I think it's called, like, Lullabies or something like that. Like, there's a track by them. That's, um, or something like, something about a lion. Something, I don't know. I don't remember the track. Um, yeah. But regardless, it, it's like a chill, uh, chill uh, like, clean electric guitar going. It's like, that distinctly, yeah. I'm in the car with my grandparents with my headphones in kind of, like, it, it brings you back. It's so now, beautiful about music. Yeah. Exactly. But now how much even more of yourself mm. when you write the song and it, it transmits you to that place yeah. where you actually were when you wrote that song whether it be it was snowing outside and you were locked in your room or it yeah. was beautiful on the beach or you were fighting with your friend like it just brings you it, it's it marks your life it's almost like a vlog of your life yeah that might be one of the reasons why i can't listen to a lot of my older stuff because <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you, you don't want to relive it well, yeah, yeah. Some of those things, it's it, it gets real, real quick for sure. I've definitely, uh, you know, I've, there's been a couple of times when I've been back and listened to some of my older tracks. I'm like, I don't want to feel like I'm 21 again. That was a crazy year, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then, you know, with with that, there's, there's the beauty in that. It's a, uh, it's 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 like exactly. It's like a vlog. It's very, it, you know. There's there's also with all the bad stuff. There's some great memories too. Uh, when when I've written something and go back to it and uh, I try to milk that experience and relive it and and um, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I love I, I love music, man. That's one 100%. of the biggest reasons why. A hundred percent, man. So I want to get a little practical now in, in what mm. you've learned from TikTok. I think that this could be really helpful for people that want, either haven't gotten started or haven't seen any, you know, the ball start rolling. So if can I hear three specific tips that you could give that pop just pop into your mind of what have you learned from TikTok and how to promote yourself, how to put yourself out there, whatever they may be, however practical you want to get. Yeah, the number uh, absolutely. There's 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 quite a few things, obviously, and I think this differs from from person to person. But from the very get go, I when I um, when I first started posting, I had in mind that I wanted to create a brand, meaning that I wanted to have consistency with how my videos look. Uh, you know, rarely do I ever look into the camera because I feel like that's kind of confrontational. That's just an example. So I, I, I you know, I, I have consistency with the things that I have control over and then my audience recognizes that. So when they see a video pop up, they, they you know, they kind of know what it is or if they're new, they figure it out by looking through my feed or going in th- through and whatnot. So I think one tip is to find what works. And then with that formula, you can, you can adjust it and it's like, Hey, let's try something new. And if that does well, like, okay, well, let's, that worked, that worked with my audience. So maybe let's explore, you know, doing that again for the next video. And um, so it, my, my, my performance has been 
a, a steady, consistent growth. And I think that comes from, you know, setting a model and then adjusting mm. to, to, to what works for your audience. And I think that differs, like I said, from, from person to person, but that would be the, the first thing is, is establish some sort of consistency, whether that be with how it looks visually or the type of content, because that way it gives you a control. If you're just throwing st ideas at the wall and maybe maybe one of them will pop off and you can try to replicate it. But I see that often where you'll see like a channel with one huge video and then everything else is like, you know, they, they, they try to ride it out and it doesn't really work out. So having that in place, you know, as you're going, I think I think is it was really helpful for me. Um, and I think it might, you know, it would work for for other mm -hmm. artists as well. Um, Tip number two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me let me think. Oh, okay. yeah. So I don't know. I think TikTok acts differently for 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 everyone on the platform. But for me, um, I see a lot of people that do really, you know. So don't this. This is just something that worked for me. Um, a lot of people will just post a bunch of stuff constantly and and with tiktok i think you can you can get away with that and, and do that as a musician i've seen other people be successful with just posting a lot of things but i i have taken the approach and a lot of people don't like this but uh, i've taken the approach of of, of uh, rather than a lot of videos that don't have a lot of thought into them i take a smaller amount of videos and make sure that they're the best that they can possibly be which takes a lot more time takes a lot more energy and um you know, in a lot of cases, the reward hasn't been higher. But mm -hmm. for me, that's just something that that I'm very stubborn about. Mm -hmm. And so like, I, I kind of refuse to put something up if it's just like a, a quick little clip that doesn't have any effort in. So I like to I like to think uh, in depth about every single thing that I do and how it affects, you know, image, brand, um, all that stuff. But, you know, uh, so so I would say that's that's some that's something else. Um, OK, tip tip number three. Um <laughs> your audience the tiktok my audience on tiktok i love them all so much there's some of the coolest people um that i would be friends with like outside you know like irl and um i think that you know building those relationships and replying and and i've met some of the coolest people and had opportunities not even for the opportunities just in general like people that have absolutely made my day um you know that i've met through people just reaching out from TikTok or reaching out on TikTok. And I think that's what's so unique is like the traditional music industry before social media, that wasn't really a thing. Like you mm -hmm. could meet someone after a show and then, you know, like that's it. Yeah. That's the, the so we don't have that barrier there anymore. Yeah. So I think artists should take full advantage of the fact that you can literally talk to your listeners and they, they can, you know, if they compliment you or something like take the, take the, take a little bit of time to let them know that you appreciate it. And yeah, sure. those, those are the people that are back even, you know, no matter what, like they're, they're they got my back and that's yeah. super, super cool. And I think that, um, even uh, from the very beginning, the very first video I posted, I had like three or four people come on and a couple of those people still comment like on every single thing that I post um, from from the from day one. And I, I just think that that is so you don't forget so them cool. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is just the coolest thing ever. And um, and I think yeah, artists should take advantage of the fact that we, we ha can have that communication um, in, in this day and age. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's phenomenal. Those are three <laughs> phenomenal tips. So I hope people are taking mm. notes for sure. Mm. Now I'm curious, have you finished your track for today? 
No, I'm in, I am dead center in the, so I haven't done vocals for it yet. I'm at that, I'm at that part right now where I've got a little piece of scrap paper with a bunch of words written down on it to where I'm like, should I make this rhyme or should I try to take creative liberties and make it kind of rhyme? <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, the track is, the track is, um, there's an instrumental, you know, I, I, I have a, uh, I recently just brought my actual bass guitar from back home. Fun fact, like most of my tracks have MIDI basses in them and I uh, try to like mix them to sound a little more realistic, but right. it was so annoying. So I got, I have a, I have a bass guitar here now. And, um, and so I'm, you know, with that, I'm like kind of switching up genres a little bit and trying some new stuff out. So this, this next one, I, I don't know, like who knows how it'll do, but it's, I'm definitely having fun with it. <laughs> no, that's the best part, man. That's the most important yeah. part. For sure. Yeah. No, it's yeah. phenomenal. Well, I want to be respectful of your time, so I really appreciate you chatting, man. It was an absolute blast. Absolutely. If you could, yeah. my my the, the the last question I love asking people is, currently in your career, what is one thing that you know now when you first start that, that you wish you knew when you first started out? Ooh, that's interesting. There's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, the bottom line is is when you're in this and you're doing something, you know, like a content creator, a musician, whatever you're doing. Uh, the hard truth is, is you're going to have to learn things, whether it's the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of times it's been the hard way. I've been very blessed and lucky to, to, you know, have opportunities to learn some things the easy way, but I don't know if there's one specific thing. There's so much knowledge that mm. only could have come through this journey. Um, mm. And I'm still, and I'm still constantly, I, I'm, I'm nowhere, nothing, no one at this point, And I'm still learning. Um, and I'm going to learn something when I hop on a call later on today or whenever, and, and I'm just prepared and ready for that. So I would say if you're going to go into it and, and you, and you want to know stuff, there is no answer. There is no, yeah. um, there, there is no one thing. It's just get in there and, 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 and be open to learning and be receptive to other people's criticisms, mm. comments, um, and, and be ready to grow as a human and as an artist. And uh, that's going to look different for everyone. Yeah. It almost sounds like the, you're saying the most important thing to some degree is just getting started and be open to learning. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Get, get, get up, you know, get out of bed, like <laughs> do, do the thing, get, sit down by your computer and get annoyed, you know, and, uh, and, and try ideas out. And if they don't work, that's fine. Do yeah. it, do it again. A hundred percent, man. Well, I really appreciate you. If you could hold on for two more seconds, I just want to say thank you to so much to every single person that watched this and made it to the end of this conversation. You guys are the true ones. Appreciate you guys. Definitely go check out Ethan's stuff. It's phenomenal if you haven't heard it. Phenomenal. I'm super curious. I'm looking forward to seeing what he posts today. So hopefully there's a new track for today from him. But definitely wow. go check out his uh, his TikTok and his Instagram and everything. And also his music on Spotify. All the links will be in the description. So I Could I play my so song much. real quick? 100%, please. Yeah, uh, guys, uh, Psycho, I just released a couple days ago. Uh, Psycho by Ethan Gander is on Spotify. It's on all platforms. Uh, stream it. That's it. <laughs> 100%. Go stream Psycho and then all the other tracks that are released as well. Yeah. So have a great rest of the day. Best way to support both of our careers is to go check out our music. So God bless Absolutely. and peace out. Thank you, man. God bless you as well. Have a good one.